So let's get this straight. A few days ago, Katie was at Villa Rosa working on sandwiches while Ariana was back home at her grandmother's funeral. I love it. They're tasting sandwiches when Ken walks out and drops the mother of all gossip bombs. The day before, Lisa is doing a tasting for the new menu at Sir when Raquel rolls up an hour and a half late. Y'all know Lisa, she can sniff bullshit from a mile away. So of course, she calls Sandoval. This was a dope Labor Day party and there were like a lot of people. Sheena was there, Brock was there, Raquel, Sandoval. Sandoval and Raquel are dancing together alone at the Abbey. Sandoval stays at a Labor Day party with Raquel while Ariana just found out that her grandmother died. And Raquel spends the night at Sandoval's house while Ariana is out of town. This leads me to only one logical conclusion. I think Sandoval has a thing for Raquel. Damn. And Raquel has a little too much to drink. Right. Oh my God, if Tom is banging Raquel, like that is just. The last time that Sandoval Oh my was God. talking about a woman the way he talks about Raquel. So when he was talking about Ariana to the group while he was with Kristen. No. Oh, Something ain't right. So crazy. Oh crazy. I think something's going on, and I'm just gonna call it like I see it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Whiffing Bravo. Blah blah blah. We're laughing because we were talking for ten minutes, and well, I swear I hit the record button, but I clearly fucking didn't hit it properly. I just said an F word in the first 15 seconds. You know what that means? Uh, do, it means do we'll you want to start again? <laughs> no, it just means we'll never get sponsored. So, anywho, what did we do? We did, do a, we, we did a tight 10. You did on, a tight five on Eurovision. I did a tight yeah. five on Eurovision, people. It's next week. Watch it. It's camp. It's hilarious. It's awesome. Watch the Eurovision. What else were we talking about? We were on a fucking roll. Well, we, we, we talked about Vanderpump and just like how – because I'm rewatching from the start and like yeah. how there's no growth between them from 10 years. They're all just regressed. You just finished season five. I don't know what that means. Like, where are we up to? Yeah, so I'm almost finished season five. So, like, yeah, Raquel is just a whisper in the wings at the moment. Right. They're all talking about her, but she's not really being shown yet. And I just saw her. She just jump scared me. She popped up on my screen and I went, ah! So, yeah, that's where we're at. And, you know, I, I'm loving the Jax stuff. Yeah, it's so <laughs> good, isn't it? It's nice that a sociopath knows he's a sociopath because mm. watching Sandoval, Sandoval doesn't realise that he's the horriblest person in the world. Correct. Whereas at least Jax knew he was shit. Just question, because you're watching it so quickly and therefore that means you're seeing all the reunions pretty close together, are you noticing mm -hmm. how often Jax refers to himself as a work in progress? Yeah. He says it every <laughs> fucking reunion. <laughs> And That's I think classic. at some point Andy actually mentions that. So, oh, oh God. Loving I'm loving it. It's yeah. so good. I'm enjoying it. I kind of get jealous when someone does that. They haven't seen something or they haven't seen, like, a lot of it and they watch. I'm like, oh, I remember the first time. It was so good. It was so good. But this current season I think is peak. Like, I am so thrilled by this. Do, do you want to talk about this latest episode? How can we not talk about this latest episode? But first we have to talk about... Just can we do like a little like tight two on Summer House? Oh, yeah, sure. Did you like this episode? 
So this is when the proposal the happened, The proposal right? episode, correct, correct. And do you know what? I smiled. I, I thought it was cute. I thought it was staged as fuck, but I was smiling. I thought it was really cute when he proposed and Lindsay was like, oh, my God, yes, a thousand times yes. And he's like, you got to see the ring first. And she's like, I don't care. Isn't Babe, that Babe, she's already sweet? seen that ring. You reckon? She's already seen that. You think she's <laughs> this seen is, it? This was staged as fuck, You Mariana. think she's seen it, ordered it, paid for it herself? <laughs> she picked that shit out. It was a pretty <laughs> fucking good ring. Like. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my question is, when am I going to start being on Danielle's side like all the other ladies in Summer House? I don't think we are. I don't think we are. She's the Melissa Gorga of Summer House because she's turning this proposal into something about her. I know. When she says, when Mia says, I think like they're going to get engaged next weekend, it's going to happen. And Danielle says, I'd rather not be here next weekend if that's what's happening. And then she's like, okay, cool. They can live fucking happily ever after. And then the bitch storms off. I know. She was like, and then in the preview, is she saying to Carl, like, I wish you would have given me a heads up. And it's like, bitch, he told you that he was looking for rings and you screamed into a pillow. Like, what? Why is she so bothered that Carl didn't include her in the proposal? Bitch, the three of you aren't getting married. It's not a thruple. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm lost. I, I'm lost to find my way to Danielle's side. I don't know what's She's happening. She's Hector Projector or something. It's crazy because if you had said this to me a year ago, as much as I love Lindsay, like I absolutely adore her as a character on a show. Like I don't want to fucking sit next to her on the on the bus or something. But oh God, no. no. If you had said this to me a year ago, I would have sworn up and down that it would have been Danielle being proposed to and Lindsay would be bothered that she wasn't included because Lindsay loves when shit's about her. We all know that. Uh-huh. I'm just confused And so season five of Vanderpump Rules is mm. when we had the backdoor pilot for Summer House. Right. And so I just effectively watched the first episode of Summer House again. And it's so interesting how Lindsay had a different boyfriend, like five boyfriends before Carl. Mm. But even like when they were having that clam bake on the beach, she was looking at Carl talking and she just had so much love in her eyes for this man. And it's sort of like, wow, they're going to end up together. Sure, they'll get divorced in three years' time. But it was cute to see her so in love with Carl from the jump. She's always had a thing for Carl. Absolutely. But he always I, I had a, he always had a thing for everybody else. So she just <laughs> she decided to play the long game and just be his friend. But I mean, yeah. how many times has she said to Carl she's in love with him? Look, yes, she says that to other people at least once a season she's in love with someone. But what's wrong with that? Of what's course. wrong you know, what's wrong with love? Yeah, Danielle needs to get over it. Yeah, she needs to get over it. I'm over her. Did you see how the New York Yankees are also Team Ariana? <laughs> I know. It is so funny how they're all Team Ariana now. And she went to a game with the cute Coachella hookup. I'm loving Good. this for her. I'm loving this for her. And so, of course, we've all seen the Vanderpump Rules finale trailer because it was leaked. <gasps> oh, In chills. Chills. I generally get to the end of a season that is epic and I just want to hurry up and get to reunion. That fucking season finale. Ooh. 
Oh. Kristen doing the Mr. Burns fingers. Oh, that excellent. Oh. <laughs> she was on oh. um, Watch What Happens Live tonight. I watched some clips on YouTube. Oh, I can't wait. She reiterated that this whole Howie Mandel breakup story that he was trying to spin, how he tried to break up with Ariana, she said that's exactly what he said to me. So I find yeah. that really interesting. I want to see if they've got that any of that footage that they can bring up as a flashy. That'd be cool. Oh, they've got it. They've got it. We've got Roni premiering July 16th, new Roni. Are we going to um, watch it with an open mind or a closed judgy fist? I, I miss my gals. I miss them. Even Ramona. Even Ramona. See, the thing is we're just ignoring the fact that her real name is racist Ramona, aren't we? Well, I mean, yeah, she's the worst person in the world. But again, we don't have to like her to enjoy her. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel about that in the sense that I don't know how I feel about myself because I want her on my TV. It really shows <laughs> a lack of goodness in me that I want Ramona <laughs> on my TV. I'm a, t- I'm a horrible person. Maybe I don't want to sit next to myself on the fucking bus. Quite frankly. Yeah. You know what? Life's hard. Let's just make it a little bit nicer in the world and just enjoy, yeah, enjoy our housewives. Ramona makes me feel good about myself because I just go, see, I'm not that bitch. Honestly, let's just fuck everything else. Let's just get to Lady and the Glamp. You know it's a big episode where there's no build up to them going on a little trip to go glamping. They're just on their way. What do, you, what do you think of glamping as an event these days? Um, okay, even though I did tear a calf muscle, how many fucking times can I say that for sympathy? When I was on the camping, I'm sold. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to camping. If someone said to me, glamping though, and I rocked up and it was yurts in the dirt, I wouldn't be happy. It's a dirt yurt. This isn't glamping. This is camping with catering. Yeah, I just, I, I feel like I need an event. I'll... Glamp for something if something's on. They were just sitting around talking and then they went home. Yeah, see, I like, like I said, I like camping. I went with two girlfriends. We got very drunk. We were running around like crazies. I was so, I'm going to tell you something, TMI, I was so drunk and my leg hurt so I didn't even walk down to the bathrooms. I just like dipped over the sand dune and did my thing. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I peed in the bushes. You pissed yourself. It's fine. No, I peed in the bushes. (laughs) You've never peed in the bushes? Plenty of bush. See? I've peed in plenty of bush. Wow, it's the only bush you're getting. <laughs> oh, wait there. I need to, like, press one of those wah, 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 wahs <laughs> on the soundboard. But anyway. As long as you don't press stop recording. I know, right? Fucking hell. Lucky I caught that. Could you imagine? Good one. Because we're one. not recording the morning after. We're recording straight after we watched Vanderpump People. Yep. This is This is how committed we are. And because I got shit to do in the morning. But anywho, so Ariana, Rachel and the Toms are in a car together going glamping with Sheena and Brock for Rachel's fucking birthday. Ugh. Honestly. Just it. Grow up. (laughs) And in the meantime, we've got a fabulous scene with Lala and James where she's breaking down a la Jessica Fletcher, everything Mm -hmm. that's gone on so far with why she thinks that Sandoval and Raquel are turning into Scandoval and Rachel. There's a voiceover, there's rewind, fast forward, timeline flashies. There's like that, was that Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy music? 
I think it was. It was epic. They were scrambling. It was genius. It was genius. 100% genius. Anyway, the story goes, Katie was at LVP's working on sandwiches. Okay, fine. We'll, 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 we'll buy that narrative. <laughs> roll with it. We'll roll with it. <laughs> While Ariana's in Florida, I think she's from, for her grandma's funeral. And then mm. Ken walks in. <laughs> And according to Lala, drops an epic gossip bomb. Go, you you need to talk about it. He just walks in, hits his mark, says his line, then leaves. A hundred percent. Why did we need Ken to do that? And I'll tell you why. If you recall Lisa's time on Beverly Hills Housewives, she never drops a bomb. She hands it to someone else to drop it to keep her hands clean. That was Lisa's yeah, MO. because we know she's already told Ken. Yes. So now Ken's saying, oh, did you hear? And it's like, well, yes, you told her, but now the cameras are here. And she recognises that Ken did a bad job, so she owns up to the fact that she's the one that told Ken. <laughs> but it was very like Housewives of Beverly Hills where she would tell Brandy to go tell someone something. You know what I mean? It's such a Lisa move. Sniper from the side. Exactly. And, of course, she's a producer on this show, so you want to say, well done, producers, but really it was just Lisa who set that up. It's like, does Ken get paid a 1000 bucks every time that he's on screen? Like, why did we need Ken to do that? Because it's hilarious. Because it's and hilarious. And it's fun to watch. And I'm not blaming Lisa for this. It's no one to blame except for that, that bag of shit looking bitch walking into work 90 minutes late. How fucking dare if she? If you are going to be 90 minutes late for work, you call in sick. You don't show up and it means like it shows disrespect to the people that mm-hmm. are there that you think that you have the right to rock up to work an hour and a half late. If you think you're going to be that late, you call in sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like if you're going to lie to my face, then do it properly. Like I don't think that there's anything untoward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and don't look like a bag of shit as well. <laughs> it's just disrespectful. Like if I was Lisa, I would have said go home. But the fact of the yes. matter is we all know she doesn't actually work there and that was her call time and she gets to look like a piece of shit. So whatever. So anyway, Ken walks in and pretends that he's sharing this big news that Rachel <laughs> Rachel spent the night at Sandoval's while Ariana was at her grandmother's funeral. Oof. Just oof. Oof, oof, oof. And so, of course, Katie's there and Katie's like, what? So LVP's like, yeah, she was late to work. She came in an hour and a half late. She was hungover. She looked like shit. And she says that she went to Scandivals after the beach party, jumped into the jacuzzi, made a point of saying that Schwartz was also there and that she stayed the night. Lisa says, I called Sandoval and gave him what for. He starts fucking laughing because every time we get these little cute little lines, either from Lisa or Lala, we get a little clip of it. And she says, it's not funny. And the fucker keeps calling her dude. Oh, yeah, that was annoying. Like, she is your boss. She's a producer on this show. You don't call her dude. Okay? You just yeah. don't. So then we get James' side of the story and we see a scene of James at a pot smoking lounge with Scandoval, who also tells him the story that they're in the jacuzzi and then Rachel dipped out. He keeps saying she dipped out. Dipped out means she left. Dipped out doesn't yes. mean she went to your bedroom and slept in your bed. And was she dipped out or was she dicked down? 
as well, Oprah would say. Exactly. Did you catch, of course you caught it, his Freudian slip where he said she uh-huh. went to my room? Oh, oh, I mean the guest room or whatever. And then they were making such a big deal of it being on the couch and she dipped out meaning passed out, she dipped out meaning upstairs. Get your fucking story straight. She's not the one that did any dipping, dude. You're the one that dipped, okay? You're just she got disgusting. So basically, while Ariana was at her grandmother's funeral, this dickhead fucked one of her very good friends while his best friend slept in the spare room. And you're trying to tell me that Schwartz didn't know. Mm-hmm. Schwartz was sleeping in the next room. Of course he fucking knows. He knew from day dot. That's my theory, the end. Well, yeah. What do you think? I mean, he at least knows at that point. That's verified at the... Uh, it's hard to know what's truth these days. That's not verified, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Next, we see Lala and all the girls, including LVP, dressed up and they're all at Sir, and Lala's telling them about Sheena's Labor Day party, and which we'd all, we've already spoken about oh, on the show. Yes. This is the one where... Ariana just found out her grandma died and Scandaval Mm -hmm. says he can't go home to her because he can't get an Uber. But he didn't even need an Uber because Lala says that their mate was coming home to LA and Scandaval says, no, I'm going to stay, stayed for two more hours and then caught an Uber. And he told her that he didn't know Jason was leaving because he was doing a shit at the time that he left. <laughs> okay, I wasn't. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'll say, I'll say, fuck, I'll say cunt, but I wasn't actually going to say that. I thought that was just a little too much. I was going to say he was in the bathroom. <laughs> well, oh I God. just think it's like, <laughs> it's his words. I know, it's And true. it's funny because like, it's like when you do want to lie to get out of something, you say, oh, I've, I had an upset stomach, I had diarrhea, and no one questions it. So he's just like, oh, if I tell her I'm doing a shit at a party, then she won't question it. But I'm thinking, like, why are you doing a shit at a party <laughs> at someone else's house on Labor Day weekend? Hold it in or go home. Sheena hired that house. So that's not even, like, she paid for that house and now she's going to have to clean up your doo-doo before she goes home. That's rude. rude. There are guests who probably want to go rack up in the bathrooms and they can't because you're stinking it out doing a giant dump. A hundred percent. That is the worst, by the way. When you're going to the bathroom to not (laughs) use the bathroom and someone's used the bathroom, so rude. Stop using bathrooms for what they're intended for. There is one bathroom for ablutions and one bathroom for fun. Pick the right bathroom, people. Get it together for God's sake. There is just, you know... No etiquette in this world, honestly. Anyway. Okay, so this is when Lala says to James, I think Sandoval has a thing for Raquel. The last time that Sandoval was talking about a woman the way he talks about Raquel was when he was talking about Ariana to the group when he was with Kristen and we get flashes of 2013 where lipless Scandaval is denying cheating on Kristen when we all know that he did, and then three years later he finally admits to Stasi that he made out with Ariana at the Golden Nugget. Bom, bom. He loves that place. And she says, something ain't right, I think something's going on, and I just call it like I see it. I mean, the episode could have ended there, and we're only fucking 11 <laughs> minutes in. Mm-hmm. 11 minutes in! I'm out of breath. That's because you're screaming. <laughs> and then we have to go back, fucking back to glamping and Rachel freaking out oh, yeah. that she forgot her makeup bag and honestly couldn't have happened to a better person because I knew that that would have shaken her to a core. Uh, 
This Rachel, even if I didn't know anything about the cheating scandals, mm. if, I, if this is the first season I'm watching, which, you know, it practically is, mm. I would be like, why do I care about this basic ass bitch crying about pageants? Ugh. She's aged out of pageants. I don't give a shit. Honestly, I don't know why anyone gives a shit. When she cried about that, I laughed so hard. I cannot believe that instead of laughing in her face, Ariana says that she is, what does she say? She says like she's the best example for young girls. Oh, what does she say? Poor Ariana this episode, oh. she defends Raquel so hard. She says she's sweet, she's kind, she's loyal, she's a delight. And I'm like, oh, you poor bitch. You poor bitch. And the goal, uh. the goal of Bambi-eyed bitch to just stare into her face and just like, be lying through her teeth. I cannot believe it. <sighs> I cannot believe it. And in confessional, she says that these are her true core people, her forever friends. Mm, well. And they believe in her and look out for her. Yeah, they do, bitch. And what? <laughs> Not happy, man. What's with that, uh, what do you call them? Antique, vintage, whatever, uh, Versace sunnies. He gets her for her birthday and says, this is from me and Ariana. I swear to God, Ariana had no idea. I just don't understand why they all gift each other sunglasses. Like, I, I hate to bring it back to the earlier seasons, but Jack stole everyone a pair of sunglasses <laughs> at one point. <laughs> well, because it's like the cheapest designer stuff you can buy. Oh. So that's why it's like right. I'm getting you a cool gift. Like, don't get me wrong, I can't afford to rando get my friends a $1,000 gift, but they obviously can with their $30,000 an episode or whatever the fuck they make. So for uh -huh. them, it's the cheapest, best thing you can get someone maybe. Okay. It's like a new yeah. money present. I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm speculating. So we do find out that Schwartz and Gumdeval, I don't know if that's what we're gonna call them now, Scumdeval, were trying to lie about the fact that she stayed over. So they knew that there was something wrong with it. But then it all fucking came out. So whatever. So the lies have begun. I just I can't. Yeah, and they're bad liars. They are bad liars. So the next scene, Lala is at a shoot for her robe merch. And the only reason I bring it up is because she says in confessional during this scene about Raquel and Scandoval that something don't smell right with this Raquel-Sandoval friendship and that mixed with alcohol, you end up sitting on their face. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's fucking Oprah in this, mate. She knows what the fuck's going on. And that's, yeah, mm -hmm. where we get the glamping scene where everyone's praising Rachel However, Schwartz does warn the boys that she has a type and that type is men that are taken and Scandival laughs a little too hard for my liking. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just awful. Like, it's just deliciously awful. That's when Scandival praises her and that he loves her. Oh, it was sick. And she's, that's when she's crying about the pageants. What are you crying for? It. You never won one. And, like, did you not expect to get old? Is this a shock? I don't understand. But she does admit because obviously I don't. You haven't seen it yet because she's just popped up on your rewatch. But all yes. throughout it, one of the things that she gets praised for is the fact that she says that she wants to be an occupational therapist for people with special needs. This is her thing, right? Then do it. And so I honestly thought that even though she was on the show, that she was on the show as James's girlfriend and that she was going to go to school and do this, right? But then she never did. And so eventually you're like, okay, what happened with that pipe dream? 
And in this episode, she admits that it was something mm-hmm. that she said when she did pageants because you have to have a future goal that makes you look like an amazing person when they ask you in pageants yeah. about yourself. So she admits that that was something that she used to just say and now she doesn't know what she's going to do. It was a lie. Well, you're a reality TV star. What do you need something to do? Yeah, she doesn't want to do it. This is what she wants to do. She wants to ruin relationships and friendships on TV. And I think this is where she starts with her, what the fuck am I doing? I am sleeping with someone else's person and I have nothing else going for me. I think this is like she's starting to unravel. So I don't think she cares. You know? I don't think she cares at all. Not a lick. Well, that does seem to be the case when she has that quick little scene at the Sir event for Christina Kelly when her and James sit down. He says some things that you try are great and some things that you do aren't great. And she's like, yeah, that's life. Well, no, she was really weird, I thought, in that situation being like, I don't regret anything. And it's like, well, it's okay to have regrets. That's it. It's okay. He's like, of course I regret proposing to you, bitch. Like, is it that crazy? No, it's not crazy. He says, I I regret it because I wasted a fantastic proposal on you. He says, of (laughs) course I regretted, Rochella. It was an epic proposal and it was wasted on you. But one of the things I wanted to point out, she said that her name was Raquel. So it was supposed to be Raquella. But have you noticed they're kind of, when they say it now, it sounds like Roachella? That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing Roachella, Uh not Rochella, which is what it was. I I mean, very apt, very apt. But it was just so weird to see her be like, oh, I was hurt by what you were saying at Beach Day. And it's like, well, clearly you weren't that hurt because then you went and got dipped down and dipped out that night. And... I think you're just saying that to appear vulnerable. I don't trust that you were hurt at all because in the moment there was nothing coming off of her. I think she didn't like hearing it because it made her look bad. He's sitting there saying, I regret you. So she's sitting in a room while someone is expressing to his friends, that chick that you're friends with now, I totally regret her. It doesn't feel nice for someone to say that about you regardless of whether you have feelings for them or not. Yeah, I just think her feelings are disingenuous, full stop. I don't know if she has feelings. Oh, yeah, okay. Like in that trailer for the finale, she's laughing. Yeah. She's like, oh, I didn't know it would be like this. <laughs> I don't think she cares. I think there's something wrong in her brain. No, I think she does care. I think she cares what everyone thinks of her. I think that any kind of attention that she feels is positive attention, she wants all of it. I think there's massive insecurities. I don't think she's a narcissist like Tom. I think that she has a lot of self-loathing and will take any kind of love however she can get it. What does Lala call her? Doesn't she call her a demon? That's how I see her. (laughs) Yeah, she does. I can't remember what she calls her, but she calls her like an an idiot demon or something. I mean, she's not wrong. (laughs) She's not wrong. So next time, dickhead is telling the other Tom that he wants to go somewhere cool with Ariana because their relationship is in the toilet, basically. And I'm wondering if he wanted to take her away because he thought then he could break up with her there. Because, you know, he had all these pretend notions of when he was going to break up with her. I wonder if that was his plan that never came to fruition. Yeah, wasn't he saying to Howie that they were already broken up, she refused, blah, 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 like some bullshit. What an idiot. And what the fuck with Rachel telling Ariana that she should want to have sex? See, this is crazy. Crazy. 
crazy. You know she's had these conversations with Scandoval where he's expressed to her that Ariana doesn't want to sleep with him anymore and their relationship's over. You know, typical cheater stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she has the gall as his mistress to go up to his partner and say you should want to sleep with him. It's just not so. It's crazy. Crazy. And it's so delicious that we get to watch it. It's so delicious. I'm sorry. I know that sounds bad, but it's just you hear of these things from people you know when things happen in relationships, when there's a breakdown, when there's a breakup, when there's an affair and all that stuff. You never get to see it like this. So it's just fascinating. And I know that sounds horrible, but it is fascinating to watch something like this happen when you don't normally get to see it, you hear it as secondhand information and just yes. the shockingness of it. Like I've been told of certain situations in friends' relationships and you think you know how shocking it is, but because I'm watching yeah. it happen, it's way more shocking than I would have ever perceived it to be. It's crazy. What got me was at this Christina Kelly event when Lala was saying to Ariana, she was like, talking about the poo like yeah. he, he he was doing a dump with Jason or whatever yeah. and then Ariana's like I'm a ride or die for Tom like I'm gonna stand up for Tom every single freaking time so mm. let's bring him in and then he just yeah, fumbles the ball on that one and I'm like you just lost a ride or die a real ride or die not a Heather Gay ride or die a hundred percent and it's just he can't even deny it so he's just falls silent and he doesn't say yeah. sorry I lied nothing he just goes silent which I'm surprised that Ariana's letting him get away with it. Well, I think she knows that he's lied mm. and he's purposefully not rejoined her after her grandma died. I think she, she's aware of that, but she's just saying, now I look like the fool because I'm going to have to defend your shitty actions when you're being horrible to me. And it's not so much the actions themselves that she's annoyed at because I think she's used to that with him. Because I just think if I was dickhead in that situation and my partner found out that I did that, he would have told me to go fuck myself and walked off. That's the end point, yeah. There wouldn't be like, I look like a fool. Like, there wouldn't be any kindness, nor should there be. I, I think you're but right. She's, she's been so worn down because, like, I just watched when she said it was her 30th birthday mm. and she said, like, I kind of need you here the day after my birthday because it was important with my dad, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, it's Peter's birthday in Vegas and we're going to go ride tractors. And he went and rode tractors after she just like was so vulnerable and said, I need you. And he ignored it. Wow. And it's just like, okay, well that's, that's the first time. And then it happens again and it happens it again and it happens again. And so now she's like not even mad at him letting her down. It's the letting her down in public. Wow. It's so true. You sit in shit long enough, it stops smelling. That's what it is. That's the scary thing. All right. Do you have anything else for Vanderpump you want to chitty chat about before we go to Jersey? Just that I'm so excited for Alley Fights next week. Like, Al- Alley Fights? Dumpster Alley. Oh, the yeah. third dump. Oh, my God. <laughs> when you said Alley, I thought <laughs> you meant James's Alley. I'm like, what do I miss? Oh, my God. So oh, no, I love Alley. <laughs> You see, I, I'm still a bit hesitant on Ali. Is there like um, right. ambulance There's- going past your house? Yeah, okay, just yeah. check. Yeah, it's gone now. It's okay, I don't care. Oh, and, and James eavesdropping at the end of this episode oh, was also very funny. Oh, so did you see James on Watch What Happens Live? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he was excited on meds, what's the go with him. Meth. <laughs> well, but like I, I struggle because he's utterly entertaining 
and then I have a concern for him as a human being. But, jeez, he's fucking good on that show. He was so entertaining. He was fabulous. I don't have anything specific to say about it. It was just he was fabulous the whole fucking time. I loved it. Uh Uh-huh. Anything else, Vanderpumpy? No, just loving it. Me too. So, Jersey, (sighs) episode 13. It's called Messes and Bridesmaid Dresses. And for some reason, I read it as Melissa and Bridesmaid Dresses. (laughs) I do not know (laughs) why. Melissa wishes. I don't know. I thought, okay, there's a problem with Melissa and the bridesmaid dresses because she's not a bridesmaid. I literally wrote Melissa and bridesmaid dresses and then went, you idiot, it's messes. And that was probably the most exciting thing that happened to me while watching this episode. Yeah. I was excited by one thing. Oh, yes, I don't know if you want to save it or just talk about it. No, let's just talk about it. We'll talk about the good things and then we'll... Yeah, well, it was the slip up (gasps) when Louis was on speakerphone. The hot mic moment. Yeah, yeah. Wow. When he's like, "Well, I'm going to send out the text. We're obviously not going to invite Melissa and Joe." And she was like, "Ah, uh, uh, where, 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 where recording?" And he's like, "Oh shit!" And she's like, "Invite everyone." Yeah, you're going to have to invite everyone. And even Melania next to her was like, "Yeah, whatever." So they clearly, the two of them, go off bitching about Melissa and Joe in the house. I bet you the kids get involved. I bet you they talk about it all fucking night. I bet you it's the most entertaining thing happening in that house. And Teresa has riled Louie up to the point that Louie hates Joe. And Louie took Joe's money and clearly doesn't have it to give back because he's, you know, Mm -hmm. buying the kids fake Cartier for Christmas. Thanks, Joe. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know who's telling the truth. Well, I just think it's it's hard for like the Teresa defenders to watch that and be like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's like oh. I know it seems like I defend Melissa and Joe. I only do it because I think somewhere, maybe it was twenty years ago, that Melissa and Joe would happily have been close with Teresa. We know they were there for the kids and Joe when she went to jail and when Joe went to jail for a bit. And it's just, I don't think that Teresa has ever liked them. And I think maybe as a kid, sure, she loved her brother, whatever, maybe. But she hates Melissa so much that she has to hate Joe. She just hates them. She hates them. So what do you think of Melissa blocking Gia on Instagram, on all of her accounts? Gia is an adult. And I don't think as much as I understand people would say that's her niece, she's not a child anymore. And you do get Mm. to a point where you're like, I don't want to see this stuff that you're posting. I don't want to deal with you. You know what I mean? As an adult. I get it. But on the flip side, you can't be like, oh, you be that aunt. I'm not going to be that aunt. It's like, well, you are that aunt. Yeah, she's that aunt. Yeah. Stop trying to play both sides and play the victim at Every turn. Yeah, she does. This this bridal shower, like, well, first of all, I'm sick of the bridal showers for oh. Teresa. But at her sourpuss face, that yeah. Melissa, just being like, oh, I wasn't asked to do anything. I'm not doing anything. Get up and do something then. Something has happened, I reckon, off camera because she went from crying about her bullshit painting in Ireland. That <laughs> yeah. happened after the comments about her kid on the bus. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden she's come back from Ireland and she has a selfless face and doesn't want to have anything to do with Teresa. What's happened? I 
could believe that something happened because she said in this episode she was like oh it hit me when i drew the stick figures and it's like what that doesn't make any sense and then she was saying on i think watch what happens live weeks ago she was like i thought ireland was the most fun trip i've ever had it's not until now watching it back where i'm like oh that wasn't that fun so yeah maybe something did happen when because they we hear from Teresa and louis that they didn't want to invite them to this pre-wedding dinner with the cast so uh-huh. is there more backstory to that, that Melissa found out she wasn't supposed to be invited or she wasn't? You know what I mean? Like I feel like we're getting bits of it but there's something missing because Melissa went to their engagement party. Joe was pissed off and didn't go and she was uh-huh. much better behaved in terms of her facial expressions. She was resigned to be there. I'm doing the right thing. It's fine, whatever. Like she had the – I don't want to say she had the moral high ground because clearly like that thing's gone, but it's gone. she seemed annoyed at this bridal shower, whereas she didn't, she just seemed hurt at the housewarming. Does that make sense? I get, yeah, she, she looked cranky and mm. like when she was like, oh, why is she not mentioning me in the speech? Why would she? Why would she mention you in the speech? You haven't done a fucking thing. And I don't know if you saw the after show. Like, I don't actually know where that exists, but I saw a clip of it. We on, only get on it on Twitter. the YouTubes, yeah, and the socials, yeah. Right. Well, it's Rachel and Jackie and <laughs> someone else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're talking about Jen's Turkish culture that she brought into the bridal shower and yeah. Hannah and everything. And they were like, and that was kind of weird. Jen was making it all about her. Like, why weren't they doing something Italian? Whereas. I thought it was nice. I thought it was cute. Yeah. I thought Teresa liked it. And it's like, well, if you want to do something in Italian instead, Melissa, do something. Well, I also think that in a lot of like Euro cultures, okay, I'm trying not to say the word you want, you know, the want to say, that we all have a lot of traditions with events like this. And when you do those traditions, it does create a memory at those events. So that was Jennifer's Mm -hmm. way of creating a memory at Teresa's bridal shower by doing something traditional that she knew about and that could make it fun and make it typical Jen, like make it big, like let's all like, you know, cheer and all that sort of stuff and go off. That's She wanted to make it fun. Now, do I think that Teresa wanted to get her hands into henna while she was wearing that white dress? No. no. (laughs) So I thought when she said henna, I thought she was going to have some lady, you know, sitting there in the corner giving people henna tattoos if they wanted it. But no. It's not the Festival of Light, mate. We don't want to be throwing powder all over ourselves. But I also thought that this whole surprise bridal shower was bullshit. Oh, of course. She was wearing white. Did you see that dress that she was wearing? That dress gave it away. No one's wearing that to a casual lunch with their daughters. It's a wedding event, so you're wearing white. It's too fucking obvious. I was Uh so surprised. Uh You weren't surprised. Yeah, I thought Jen was doing something nice and I thought they were being bitchy about it. There's something going on that they're upset for Melissa. And this Margaret, Mm. like she. Not the Marge anymore? I'm, I'm. I'm, no, she's not the Marge. She's the Margaret. I oh, see. To me, she she's always the Marge. To me, I love her. How fucking boring was it just sitting down talking about Lexi and then Marge Senior's got to bring up Teresa to try and make it interesting. They've got nothing to talk about apart from Teresa. It's, yeah, it's wild to me that. that Margaret's still on this show just giving me crumbs. Did you, did you notice when Marge was talking to Lexi's mum, 
Did you notice Marge Senior's very stoic face? It's because she can't move it. Well, I know. I know you were going to say that, but I don't think she enjoys other motherly relationships because we know the Marge and Marge Or maybe she was looking at Lexi and thinking, what what accent is this? I thought you were British (laughs) two two years ago and now you're not. What is going on? I can't stand this Lexi. Get this Lexi off my TV. She doesn't hold an apple. She doesn't hold whatever they hold in Jersey. Get out. Why? Get out. She's living with Marge right now. Oh, God, I'm not interested in this Margaret. Yeah, see, I still love the Marge. I thought it was sweet. I was actually looking at it going, I want to be Marge's foster kid too. Oh, well, I just hate how Marge goes on about her foster kids when we all know that her family's a shambles. And she talks about everyone else's families and it's like, well, your kids hate you. Her family's not a shambles. You're a meanie. Take that back. It's a shambles. What do you think of this scene with Melissa's kid getting a shit hot car because she made the honour roll? I think Donna Marco needs to lay off the car horn because everybody who was taking a nap in that neighbourhood woke up. She was laying so hard on that horn. I was like, Donna Marco, get fucked. I just thought it was funny. Well, not funny, but, yeah, no, I did think it was funny and I think it's a dig for Teresa to watch that Melissa and Joe get their kid a car and they get her grandmother to drive the car in. It's that whole, like, fine, you don't want to be family with us. Fine, we got our own fucking family. And I don't get how, like, Melissa was like, oh, I knew this was happening. I just didn't know it was happening today. And it's like, what? well, the cameras are here, sweetie. You got the call sheet. Everyone knew. Even Gino knew. He didn't give a shit. He just he couldn't stop eating. I do enjoy Gino. <laughs> I know. He's adorable. And he's just like his dad. It's kind of funny. Speaking of dads, mm, should we talk about Joe Judice having, like, a much healthier outlook on Teresa's wedding than Joe Gorga. Like that little FaceTime chat with the daughters in the bridesmaids dresses and Joe. I'm like, Joe's not a bad guy anymore. Well, <laughs> I did have a question about that. I wanted to know, do you think that Teresa and her ex Joe would have such a seemingly good relationship if he didn't live in the Bahamas far, far away? Oh no. The fact that he can't come into the country is a, is a blessing. Yeah, exactly. I think if he lived around the corner, I don't think they would get along so well. Because right now, (laughs) she's raising his kids, she's paying for everything, and surely all he has is humility and to be grateful that she's doing everything for the kids. He ain't paying for those kids to come to the Bahamas. She's paying for those flights. She's paying for everything. I know. I just think it's funny that, like, he sent her to prison – And he just says, oh, I'm happy for you. I'm so excited you're getting married. And that's all she needs to, like, love him back, forgive him completely. And it's just like, Joe, Gorga, if you just said, I'm happy for you, like, wouldn't it all just end? Yeah, but the thing is, Joe Judice doesn't, like, any way that he actually may feel, that doesn't get back to Teresa. Right. He could be bitching about it till the cows come home. How's she finding out? Like, Mm. who's he telling? So... They get to play all Kumbaya Happy Family because there's no real interaction. The only time she interacts with him is when her kids are around on FaceTime. Mm, Okay, yeah, that's true. She has complete autonomy over what happens with her and her daughters. It's got nothing to do with Joe Judice. So he doesn't get involved. He's not raising those children. So was that your dog making cute noises? He was snoring, yeah. Okay, I'm obsessed. (laughs) So, oh, my God, no one snores louder than Dax. Oh, Oh, my God. My two-and-a-half-kilo puppy is the loudest fucking snorer 
on if you don't fall asleep before her, you'll never get to sleep. <laughs> it is so loud. I cannot tell you how loud it is. It's fucking hilarious. But anywho, so yeah, back back to that. So I don't know. I just feel yeah. like their relationship is based on not real life. Mm. I don't have any faith that that's actually how they feel about each other. But the biggest thing for me on this bridal shower was that we got a two-second shot of Ashley Darby. What? Like, that was crazy. That was not on my bingo card for this episode. Me neither. And then we didn't see her again. Yeah, where was she? Don't be giving me Ashley for two seconds and that's it. I need more of that. I know. I, I got really excited seeing her. Yeah, me too. I don't know why, but I did. I just, you know, because we don't have to invest in her. So I needed some, I needed some more. I want to get your thoughts mm. on that quick scene at the start of the episode with Bill and Jen. And Jen is like <gasps> back from Dublin and she's like, oh, did you spend time with the kids like while I was overseas? And I'm thinking, I fucking hope he did. And he basically says he didn't. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. He basically yeah. says he didn't. And then he's like, yeah, we don't need to do therapy again. One session, we're fixed. When she asks him that, he says yeah, his response was, they need to be taught independence. In other words, <laughs> I did not spend any time with our children while you were away. <laughs> that pool house got a good run. I'm sorry. If he is not having an affair again, I would be surprised because that oh, man is. is checked out of that relationship and his family. He's checked out. Yeah, but I don't think he'll divorce her. I think they'll they'll be together forever. Of course he won't divorce her. There's no prenup. She'll get everything. She's got three children under 18. She gets 80%, mate. I mean, I don't know how it works in the States, but in this country she'd be entitled to 80% of their assets. Uh, I don't yeah, I don't get it. He doesn't want the kids. There's no way. Yeah. But it was dark is what it was. When I'm at work, I take care of others all day. And when I'm at home, it becomes a different story. Can you translate that for me? Because that makes no sense. What does that mean? Well, I got sort of caught up on the whole, like, yes, okay, plastic surgeons care for people. But I was like, you're not curing cancer. You're not doing heart transplants. No, you're cutting up a bitch for $5,000 a minute. The thing is, he has his own practice. He works as much as he wants to. We've seen enough housewives to know that he doesn't clock on and clock off on someone else's say-so. And then he says that he doesn't think they should go to therapy, that she's the one with the problems, i.e. complaints. In other words, you want therapy, you go. And she's saying in real life that that their relationship's great. I personally think while they're filming, he's fucking someone else. That's what I think is happening. Do you reckon it's Raquel? Fuck, may, may as well be. We get a twofer. <laughs> okay, but but what did you think of, on the flip side of that, Dolores and Frank, she just did like textbook boundary setting. Oh, I loved it. She was 10 out of 10. Wasn't she? I need to take lessons from Dolores on how to set boundaries. She was fabulous. She did so well. I'm so proud of her. I was really proud of her too, the way she was just like, she wasn't buying into his waterworks. She was saying, I'm not going to cop that. And she sort of, you know, let him get away with what he was wearing at that dinner table. And she just set those boundaries. Can we do a type five on that vest? Would it be any tighter than the vest? I don't think that vest was a recent purchase. I think that vest came out of the back of the closet from 20 years ago. Took the mothballs off it, yeah. That thing was insane. 
Is he going to turn around tomorrow and say he's like joined a, a, what do you call it, a village people cover band? Like what's going on? <laughs> Dolores did the YMCA when <laughs> he walked She did, didn't she? <laughs> Shit, I forgot that. Oh, my so God. Funny. See, me and Dolores, same person. What the actual fuck? If I just would have just went, go home and get changed. Like I can't. Go uh, go to go to coat check and ask to borrow the what do you when you know when you go to those fancy pants restaurants. The house blazer. The house blazer. Go to fucking valet and borrow one of their red ones. Go to H and M across the street and get a button up. Go to the army disposal. Honestly, I just something. Something. <laughs> it's crazy. He oh. he has not been his best this season, can I tell you? He was a fucking brat at dinner when he says that he thinks that family dinners are not the place for Paulie nor his girlfriend. What the fuck? Yeah, that, that's rough. It doesn't matter what you think, mate. I lo- That was pretty much what she's saying. You think what you want to think, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I love it. When he starts fake crying and she tells him to go to the bathroom and laughs in his face and then she great. says she makes some kind of reference. He was talking over her, you know, like how I do with you. But she says something like this is what happens when you get old. Yeah, yeah. You're ageing and that's why you're crying. I just loved it when she basically just went, I ain't responsible for your feelings, buddy. It was fabulous. It was fantastic. And then they had a nice meal. And then they had a nice meal. And I'm sure she let him pick up the tab because, quite frankly, she's paid enough. Oh, she has. Do we even (laughs) want to talk about this Danielle and her family? I just don't know why. Well, I don't know where Danielle gets off Mm. saying to her mum being like, I was attacked in Dublin. It's like, what? Like, re-roll the tape. Like, I don't think you got attacked, doll. And she's a fan of this show. She's seen this show. Exactly. She must know that she got let off easy. Like, come on. And I just want to know, in this, in what old school Italian family, she tells her mum that she called someone a rat and her mum just lets that go? Well, her mum probably was like, oh, yeah, they're a rat. You know that if Dolores said that to her mum, that she had called someone a rat, Dolores's mum would have been like, well, what do you expect? Did they hit you? <laughs> like, what do you expect? <laughs> well, I just assumed Danielle had already told her mum all about the rat stuff. Oh, the whole fucking story, mate. I don't know. This whole thing where she says she was holding on during the flight back. I'm like, holding on to what? I was really excited for Danielle. I was enjoying her the first half, but now I don't think she's cut out for this. She's not doing too good, is she? No. She was sort of giving me, like, with this carrying on about it, it was sort of like Lisa Rinna talking about Kathy's tantrum. It's like, well, show me, don't tell me. A hundred percent. I want to get your thoughts on this, Nathan. I understand that Jen told Danielle on camera about the cheating rumour. I get that. Oh, yeah. But how do you feel about the fact that in this scene, Danielle shares the gossip with her husband and her mother? Again, I mean, yes, she's perpetuating another rumour, God bless. <laughs> but well, and- it's like, you do, like you're not supposed to tell anyone. And, yes, I know Jen already said it on the camera, but you're not supposed to tell anyone, right? Are we, are we, pretend, are we still pretending? Like, I don't know how I feel about this. Or if you're going to tell them, don't then be like, I'm in a, such a difficult, precarious position because I was told a rumour that I begged to hear in the first place. Like, Jen was always going to tell her. Of course. But she fell into the trap of asking Jen like five times so Jen could be like, well, she got it out of me. But it's like you begged for this information. Now that you've got it, it's, it's like this has nothing to do with you, Danielle. You're not involved at all. Go call up the ex-best friend yeah. and make it a good show for me. 
Go get, is it Laura? Let's get Laura on the TV. Yeah, better than Lexi. We, we need Laura. Yeah, better than Lexi. <gasps> How good would yeah. it be if Laura was at the reunion? Even just did like a little die. fucking cameo recording or something. I would die. A little FaceTime. And you know what? Who else can come into the reunion? Mm. This Teresa's trainer with the gravel oh. voice. I love how she was getting in the mix so so quick. And she was saying to Melissa that she felt bad for her. You know that she ain't going to be Teresa's trainer after this. Oh, no. Oh, no. That ain't happening. Gravelux voice, she, she's on her own, mate. I did find her a fascinating character, though. She's very uh, svelte, quite muscular, in hot pink with 80s uh-huh. hair. I don't know. Like, she's just, I find her fascinating to look at. I don't know what to make of her. She gave me more storyline in two and a half seconds than mm. Jackie did in two and a half seasons. I guess what I'm asking is, does she give you Patty and Selma vibes? She, yeah, she gives me that. I heard two male voices in the night and one of them was Louise. That's what I get from her. <laughs> yeah, but I find it fascinating. Like, I don't want to be judgy, but, you know, I'm watching Housewives and I've got a podcast over it. So, you know, I've got to cut myself some slack. But, yeah, she was a fascinating creature. <laughs> I want yeah, more of her. she'd been her. kickboxed in the throat one too many times. And then, next minute, we meet Teresa's best friend who we've never heard of. Isn't that crazy? What's with that? What was her name? Did you write her name down? I forgot. Of course not. I didn't write her name down because, you know, I don't know if we're going to see her again. Oh, yes, I did. I lie. Her name's Rosanna. I was shooketh. Do we know this Rosanna? Like, if I had ever read one of Teresa's books, would I have heard of this Rosanna? I don't think so. I need to do a deep dive on this Rosanna. Why is Rosanna not on the show? Well, I don't know if she'd be that interesting. We've already got like four boring housewives on this show, so let's not get another. And also, if you're in Teresa's orbit, you're not allowed to be on her show. So maybe that's that's why she's still the yeah. best friend because she managed to avoid the cameras for, over all these years. But surely, like, she's been at Teresa's house before. Have we ever seen her on camera? Yeah, she's probably been in the background. Yeah, I guess. Oh, what else? What else? Is there anything else you want to talk that's about? That's about it. That's about it? No. Actually, one thing I did enjoy very much, and I've it's informed me on why I think I love Jen Fessler. Oh yes, was watching her eat all the things at this bridal shower. She was saying yes to all the food to be piled on her plate. She was living her best life eating the food, and I went, "See, this is why she's my person because that would be me." Yes, and. When she first did it at the mozzarella party, I thought she was overdoing it and it was a bit. But maybe yeah. maybe I misjudged her and that is actually her reaction to food. You've seen me at functions, right? Like how I yeah. learn the wait the wait staff's name and they bring me all the food. Uh-huh. Like that is yeah. me. I'm happy to be in for a fight, but I want me a good plate of food before I sit down to watch, you know? Like I don't watch Housewives without noshing on something. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I'd be happy to see Jen Fessler again next season. I don't know if I care for this Rachel. I think Rachel can go scurry off back into the sewers. You've said that before, that she can go scratch. You're not into her. Rachel's more my kind of girl than Danielle, but you're right. I need to observe it objectively and go, who's better TV? She had a scene this episode that we haven't talked about and we were just like, well, that was the whole episode. (laughs) Didn't even talk about it. So what does that tell you? We don't need to talk about it because it's not a thing yet. And we are seasoned housewives watchers and we know if it's not a fake storyline, 
it will resolve itself. We don't need to give it life. Yes. But when is Danielle going to tell Melissa about the affair rumour? Because that is Danielle's one and only job for the rest of the season. And I do She better do it. I do not want to have to wait four episodes for it. If Melissa finds out through her friends and not from someone who actually hates her, I will be disappointed. Sorely. Mm-hmm. And she needs to throw Margaret into it. Well, yeah, apparently it, Margaret that said it. Oh, God, I keep yawning. This mm-hmm. is why we stop recording at night, Sozzle. <laughs> well, shall we do sizzle topics? Okay, let's do some sizzles. I enjoyed how we did Jersey. We had to make it fun somehow. Yeah, we just popped around all over the if place. If we went scene by scene, that one not be fun. So sizzles. Honestly, the only thing coming up on the sizzle is the things that we've already spoken about. Melissa blocking Gia on the socials. Ariana getting up close and personal with the Coachella dude at the Yankee game. The Louis Hot Mike moment or the, I don't know what you call it, Raquel laughing in the reunion about how she fucked her very... Can they stop saying best friend? Can we stop that? Raquel Rachel was never Ariana's best friend. She was a close friend. She wasn't a best friend. Sheena is Mm -hmm. Ariana's best friend and that's all I'm saying. I don't know why that bugged me so much. The Beverly Hills gals are in Barcelona. Oh, I thought it was just Garcelle. The Beverly Hills gals are in Barcelona? I think it's a full cast trip. Why did that not come up on the page six? Because page six just showed me one photo of Garcelle in Barcelona and I was like, cute. I saw an image of them eating dinner outside. Okay. I didn't look at it that closely because I didn't want spoilers, but I think it's just nice to have a nice little trip. We're going overseas. Yes, I know. The COVID's really over. I typed in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in the page six. I got nothing. Oh, okay. So I'm going to just do a general goggle search. I want to see. I want to see if there's any tea being spilled about that. Honestly, do we have to hear about what's her name? If we have to spend the whole season of Beverly Hills hearing about Erica Jane's Vegas thing, I'm going to puke because she gets 12 shows, mate. Oh, yeah. They travel to Europe for the season 13 cast trip. Ooh. So Um, Garcelle shares a photo of a caviar house and Prunier location. Oh, whatever. I don't know what that means because that's rich people shit, whatever. Yeah, no, they're at the airport. Erica's still wearing trackies. What's with like her cool outfits turning into just track pants? I'm not impressed, Erica, with your designer track pants. Like, move on. There's just photos for now. There's no drama. No. Oh. But, th- but it'll come. It'll come. It'll come. Yeah, look, there's really no sizzle topics because everyone's just okay. watching VPR with breath that is baited. So what do you do? Mm-hmm. You're a bit quiet, darling. Okay, well, let's leave it there then. <laughs> <laughs> You've just been very quiet. Have I just been taken over this whole fucking thing? No, 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 no. Had a big day. You did? What was so big about your jaw? Okay, so I had a plumber knock on my door. Oh, um, wait, yesterday. wait. Is that a dirty movie? No, I wish. Oh, okay. And they were like, oh, the downstairs, like the office is downstairs, there's there's a leak. Mm. It's leaking. And I was like, okay, well, come have a quick look. And then nothing was wrong. And they're like, oh, we think it's next door. And I was like, okay. And then knocked on my door like an hour later and they're like, oh, do you have the number for them? Because like, um, oh, do you know who they are? And I said, I don't know my neighbours, sorry. Like, they're like, oh, because we can't get in. And I'm like, okay. And then they knocked again that night and we're like, oh, can I just have a look? Because we need to get this we need to get access to this hydraulic receptor or some bullshit like in my like study. Mm. And like, yeah, we might have to put a hole in the wall. And I was like, oh, because they're like, we think it's the kitchen that's leaking and the kitchen's just through there. We can't get in through there. So we're going to go through your wall. And I was like, excuse me? Because <laughs> they went home. 
Oh, yeah, that's what I was. That's what was what? being told to me. And he says, "Oh, we'll look at it tomorrow. I'll um, I'll let you know." And then so all night I was, I didn't sleep great because I was like, "Wait a minute, did he really just say he's going to put a hole in my wall?" And because I said, "Okay, well, who will fix that?" And he goes, "Oh, not me." He's like, "Oh, you'll have to go through Strata for that." And I'm like, "So you're going to punch a hole in my wall and then not fix it?" And I was like, "Okay." Um, anyway, and so then today the plumber came in a few more times. It's just next door's dishwasher that's gone leaky. So they don't have to go through my wall, but I was like, "Well, that's stressful." Like, what a roll. And then I was like, "Why has Strata not called me?" And then, yeah, um, that's dodgy. and then I was like, "Is this a plumber that they've contacted, or is it just a random plumber that downstairs have contacted?" So I called Strata, and I was like, "Is this an issue you guys are aware of?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, we're aware of it." And I said, "Well, <laughs> like you could have called me." Maybe like, they didn't think like, it was going to affect you. And the plumber didn't tell well, them. Well, they said, oh, we knew it was in um, either in apartment 105 or 106. We didn't know which. And I'm oh, like, well, well, then I'm they should have called you. You haven't contacted. Yeah, I know. So it was just a lot of that. But, today. yeah, plumbers <laughs> do put holes in walls and then the painter will come. And then fuck off. And fix it. Yeah, that's happened to me in a unit before. Yeah, but I was just like, has the painter been engaged? <laughs> where, where are we at? Yeah, no one gives a shit, mate. <laughs> but I was just like, are you only doing that because they're not in? Get a locksmith. Yeah. Like, I call them. <laughs> that is stressful. Anyway, it's all, but it, I'm unaffected now. See, that's the hottest sizzle topic of the day. It's better, <laughs> than, better than how many fucking times I keep talking about my bum calf. Honestly, <laughs> I'm a broken record. Well, shall we leave it there let's, then? Let's leave it there. So excited to catch up with you again next week to talk about all of this crap. If people want to do corrections, they can write in and let us know because they did let us know that 151 is 151 proof, apparently. I so Googled it and it, said, nah, well, and it said 70% alcohol. I don't know what any of it means. I'm not that smart, people. I Googled it. Well, if you, if you want to correct Mariana again, just go to at effing bravo. <laughs> Send me the link because I don't know how that's possible. Like I don't know how scientifically that's possible. So please send, let, send let me a link, me people. See what they said. <laughs> Educate me. I'm up for it. I'm up for being corrected. I love a correction. Um, I love that people care yeah. to let us know. That's really sweet. Okay, so this is an explanation from Megan. So Megan says the proof is double the alcohol percentage. So if ah. the alcohol percentage is seventy five point five percent, then the proof is one five one. Oh, you didn't tell me that before, Nathan. Before I blasted Megan and said she was wrong. Soz love. <laughs> I don't remember things that I read. <laughs> <laughs> so any other corrections? Correction corner. Come on down to Adfing Bravo on Twitter or Insta. Oh yeah, I love a correction corner. Oh, that's exciting. I don't know why. You know, people care. Yeah. We say wrong shit all the time. Call oh, us out. please. <laughs> we don't check our facts. That's not our job. That's not what we do. <laughs> all right. Thanks, darling. All right. Bye. Bye.